Hey, Beers and Ears listeners, Casey here. Now, Matt's not with me. It's just me. Beers and Ears is typically not a breaking news podcast, but today's news from Disney is just simply too monumental not to cover in the moment. Disney announced today, August 18th, that FastPass Plus at Walt Disney World and MaxPass at Disneyland are not returning. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Now, we'll have reactions even more so coming up on one of our episodes on August 31st, but I wanted to get some information out there to you now because it is somewhat convoluted to understand how this works. I mean, FastPass Plus had its share of critics when it launched many years ago, replacing the legacy FastPass system, and MaxPass hasn't been around long enough to really give it too much of a critique. And as you all know, Walt Disney World has been operating without FastPass for over a year since it reopened last year after the COVID shutdown. But Disney announced its replacement, and they call it the Disney Genie. Now, it is a bit confusing, like I said, and convoluted, so I'm going to break it down for you so that as you're planning your next, next Disney trip, potentially this fall like I am, you'll understand. Let's start with the basic Disney Genie. This is the planning service that Disney announced back in D23 in 2019. Basically, it's integrated into your current My Disney Experience app. It will allow you to take your planning to a whole new level. Think of it as artificial intelligence that takes the interests that you plug in and suggests how you can make them work in your day. I personally am thinking of it as the recommended for you section on Netflix or on Disney Plus, but on steroids. You can tell it all you want to get done in a day, and then it's going to map out a plan to attempt to get it all done. Oh, and as the day progresses, it's monitoring real-time lines, traffic, and more, and will alert you if something you want to do may be better to do now than when you originally planned. Now, personally, I think this is great, especially for first-timers to Disney. You know, look, we, we all know how crazy confusing planning a trip can be for somebody new, but even for us old-timers, those of us who've been there a hundred times, we know the ins and outs, but we may benefit from those alerts when things change throughout the day to let us know to go take advantage of something. Oh, I also love how it's just integrated into my Disney Experience app. It's all right there. I don't have to download a separate app for it. Now, the only thing that scares me is that Disney isn't known for the best technology rollouts. I just hope that this one goes smoother than the ones in the past. Okay. So that takes us to the FastPass replacements. Guests will have the option to upgrade to Disney Genie Plus. Now, I know that's not very original, but I get it. They're trying to synergize with Disney Plus. Yay, Disney. So for just $15 at Walt Disney World and $20 at Disneyland, now here's the thing, per person, per day, which before I continue is actually pretty reasonable, but you'll basically be able to use the legacy FastPass system, but digitally. Um, basically, you choose the next available lightning lane time, that's what they're calling the FastPass lane now, uh, for the attraction that you're interested in, but one at a time. So you're not picking three in advance, you pick one the day of, and as the day goes throughout, you choose your next one as you wrap up the one you were just on. So for example, if I arrive at the park at 10 a.m., and I don't want to wait in the standby line for the Haunted Mansion, if I've paid for the Disney Genie Plus, I can look to see what the next available Lightning Lane return time is for the Haunted Mansion. So let's say it's 12 p.m. 
and I can book it for me and anybody else in my party who has paid for the service. Now at 12 p.m., I go to the Haunted Mansion, I go through the Lightning Lane, and bam, I'm on, skipping the queue. And after I'm done, I can then look for my next attraction and book that. Now, the service, it feels like a cross between the old legacy FastPass system and the extra FastPass you would receive after you got your first three. Basically, if you book a lightning lane time for way later in the day because you absolutely have to ride that ride, you may be missing opportunities throughout the day to get on other attractions earlier because you can only book one at a time. So it's kind of the spoils of war, if you will. Now, I do feel like this is much more fair, and it should even things out, and it really shouldn't take all that much away from the experience that standby guests have, because again, you've got to pay for it, so not everybody has it now, but it really does depend on how many allotted slots Disney allows to be booked. What I don't like about this service, and this makes no sense to me, well, it makes sense, but I don't agree with it, is that it's not for all Disney attractions. That's right. Disney announced that there's about 40 Walt Disney World attractions this applies to, but not all of them. In Disneyland, that number is even skimpier. That said, anybody can wait in the standby line at any time, but if you're paying the extra money per person per day, don't think you're going to have carte blanche at all possible attractions. You're not. Not every attraction is in this mix. So that's where Disney's other FastPass replacement comes in, the paid service. With this service, you'll actually be able to pay per attraction per person on select high-in-demand attractions. So, for example, Rise of the Resistance is included in the possibilities here. This is very similar to what they introduced at Disneyland Paris a few months back. Now, since the Disney Genie Plus doesn't allow you to book every ride, you may see yourself using both the Disney Genie Plus and the individual paid attractions in combination with one another to truly max out your express options. Purchasing the individual passes is basically a separate transaction. You purchase your park ticket, you make your park reservation, and then separately you'll book your paid lightning lane for your preferred attraction. Now, presumably you can make this purchase at any time, but here's the kicker. <laughs> You can't actually pick the attraction you want until the day of. So you can make your selection once the park opens, so you can't do any more of that 60-day planning stuff. Now, the one thing here is if you are at a Disney hotel, you will be able to do it a bit earlier, starting at 7 a.m. One good note here is that you can only do two of these per guest per day. I know one of the biggest fears that many guests had was if they did introduce something like this, that somebody who had a lot of money could just basically pay an extraordinary amount of money up front and then just skip all the lines entirely. You know, it looks like Disney isn't offering that option with these choices. It still exists. It's called the VIP tour, but that's another show. Okay, to summarize, everybody gets to take advantage of the Disney Genie for free. If you choose to upgrade to the Disney Genie Plus for free, for a fee, I should say, you can choose one at a time fast return windows where you could probably see yourself riding five or six rides by skipping the queue if you do it right. And for additional fee, for an additional fee per ride per person, you'll be able to get on select in-demand, high-demand rides with a maximum capability of two per day. Now look, there's still a lot of questions here. How much will these extra attractions cost? 
Disney said that they will vary by attraction, by day, and possibly even by time. Also, when can you start booking? Well, when does the Disney Genie officially launch? And really, there's a lot more. But I hope this breakdown helped you understand, at least in the short term, how this is going to work. Matt and I will have additional thoughts on this when we release our show on August 31st. But until then, let us know your thoughts on all the socials. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at BeersEars1928. Find us on Facebook at Beers and Ears Podcast. You can also email us, BeersAndEars1928 at gmail.com. Until then, let's raise our glasses. This episode has been, I guess, on me. Matt's not here. Uh, We'll see you again real soon. Bye.